promised, here we are again at the Oak City Comedy Festival barbecue with all the performers and industry. Yes. And I'm so lucky I grabbed Tara Brown. Yes. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for getting me right after I'd finished eating a hamburger. Because nobody <laughs> wants to hear that. Nobody wants to hear me do that. I just finished eating two, and I have this strange out-of-breathness. Oh, like, my God. Did you get one of the charred hot dogs? It's like yeah. you got to have a hot dog that's charred. Yeah. If you give it to me any other way, you're offending me. It is offensive. That's what. It, there's something about the barbecue and <sighs> hot dog. Yeah. Um, we don't have wings on this episode of Wings with Friends, but we've got comedians and we've got food. And yeah, I think and we got big, camaraderie. Isn't this amazing? Yeah, I it's love really this. Special. Um, it is. It is really special, isn't it? It's kind of cool. I love this. I love the energy. I'm loving all of the shows, first of all. But what I'm loving more than anything is that the networking aspect of it and that people are walking up to each other like hi my name is so-and-so and I'm from here where are you from yeah you don't get that too much you know and I'm loving that I'm loving the networking it's easy uh, I'm glad you say that because like it's easy to not do anything yeah. you know and it's like oh even as an extrovert I get really shy but I'm like Mary don't waste this opportunity you yeah know what I mean like you you know just to make a connection and and, and meet people and you yeah. know it's funny you should say that because I'm an extrovert too and I think people underestimate that we have introvert tendencies because it's like we're always on so more often than not like I really like being by myself so it's just like sometimes I have to force myself to get out but this is great because this even if the most introverted person would love this yeah well, I think they would um, <laughs> it's you know I think as comedians like we probably all have this where it's like maybe I wasn't like the coolest kid in school. oh yeah so this feels like, like a, look at me now suckers yeah, but then you kind of revert back to that like oh my gosh am I not cool enough am exactly cool enough? exactly they're um, like a cute guy come and say hi, and you're like, I'm okay. Well, like I just told you before I hit record, I had just started to eat my hot dog, and I ran into one of the Lucas brothers, and I was like, oh, her guard. Be cool, Mary, be I'm cool. going to get this ketchup off my lip now. Yeah. Hey, right, exactly. right. But they were um, super cool, too, right? They They're so really nice. cool. I saw them take pictures with everybody last night. Yeah. Um, so, where are you from, Tara? So, I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York, but I now live in Charlotte, North Carolina. I've been in Charlotte for uh, since 2003. I've been doing stand-up for the past five years, oh, and nice. kind of cool for me is I'm 50. So, I just started stand-up at the ripe old age of 45. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, I am That's having wonderful. so much fun, and it has been a blast. It's been such a blast. It's funny, because I always think to myself, I should have started comedy in New York, but, you know, things happen for Reason. I feel the same way. Yeah. I'm originally from San Diego. And I like love San Diego. Yeah. My favorite I mean, city. It would have been so great to just cruise up to L.A., you know, take a two-hour drive, do shows, yeah. stay the weekend, and then go home. I didn't do that. But I guess you just have to start where you're at. You do. And I think you can't, listen, that's in the past. You kind of move from where you are. And I have been having so much fun. The thing for me is I work clean. So I do clean oh, comedy. And the other thing that I do in addition to uh, stand-up, obviously, is I produce a clean comedy brunch in Charlotte. I love that. And the cool thing about my brunch is a family-friendly event. So it is a comedy show that is literally for everybody in the family. So you don't have to get a babysitter. I love that. And it is the best thing ever. If you can make a kid laugh, you're like, you're doing okay. And so I'm having fun with that. Oh, wow. What's uh, something happened here. Oh, they're playing cards. Oh, I want to know that. <laughs> they get really into that. I love that. If that's a spades game, I'm I'm doing it. She's like, she's gonna I'm drop doing the mic I'm not and dropping you, but I'm just saying I'm doing spades. <laughs> that's so funny. Yes, um, it looks fun. like actually it looks like um, what's that game? Um, Domino. Uno. It's Uno. Uno. Oh my God, <laughs> a bunch fun. of grown men playing Uno. That's really yeah. funny. 
<laughs> yeah. Can you imagine the police go, what's going on here? Just a really lit Uno game. It's so funny. So we were talking about, we were, you were talking about before we got on your scene out in Arizona. Yeah. How's the scene out that way? Um, it's really good. We've got, um, we've got some major clubs. We've got some minor clubs. We've got a ton of bar shows. Yeah. Um, and so you could get up at least once a night yeah. uh, every week if you wanted to. Um, there's opportunities to produce your own show. That's pretty I cool. think if you want to, I was looking for that. I, I did a show out in Pine Top, Arizona, at oh, the okay. Honda Casino. Nice. That place was far. <laughs> it was far yeah. from everything. Pine Top, I think that's Oh, really my fun. word. But we it was a cool show. the Big Pine Comedy Festival. I heard good things about it's that. It's so much fun. And the producer, Hillary, was supposed to be here, but she got ill, and uh, she couldn't make it. Yeah. But um, Hillary Hudson uh, and Jack Galvin are the producers for that. And I think uh, Shadi and Matt... Went to Big Pine last year. Okay. And she was gonna come here this year. Okay. Uh, because I guess festival producers, there's not a ton of them. No. So it's a small group, and they all know each other, and they kind of help each other and work together. So, um, it is a good festival. It's right on Route 66 in Flagstaff. Has it happened already this year? No, the submissions close pretty soon though. Oh, okay. Um, no, look at and, that. Um, which I'm surprised. I thought, I thought the submissions go in. I don't know. I saw something that they were closing soon. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll tell you this about festivals, and I was having this conversation with another comedian friend. Um, when I first started in comedy five years ago, I had gone to a festival, and I didn't capitalize on it nearly as much as I do now, because then I just, like, I did my show, I went back to the room, yeah. and that was it. But, you know, the beauty in this is this, like the networking yeah. and the meeting people and connecting with folks. Like, after my show on Wednesday, I stood outside talking to so many comedians, and someone's like, hey, I would love to have you on my show. Mm -hmm. I run a room here. And that's the, you know, people need to get. Like, take full advantage of the networking opportunities that happen at festivals, you know? Absolutely. And I, oh. I, we're so similar because I feel the same. And yeah. I look back to one of my first festivals, and now I look at the headliners, and I was like, why didn't I make a contact yeah. with them? And I, now I watch them, I'm going, Oh, hi. hi, remember me. Um, then I quickly learned, and I think that's what's nice about having a podcast, because it gives me a reason to talk to somebody. Nice. It gives me an offering. Yeah. Like, hey, do you want to do this? And I think all of us would be like, yes. Yeah. Um, but even that aspect of it, like, I think even as, or maybe I wasn't aware of them, but even five years ago, you didn't hear about people doing podcasts and different things like that. So there's yeah. so many now tools you can yeah. use in comedy to kind of help push it along. That's amazing, don't you think? Absolutely. I didn't want to podcast at first. Yeah. Kind of happened organically, which I think is good. I didn't want to, like, I started, like, four years ago. So I didn't want to, like, jump in and try to do everything before I had jokes. Yeah. Like, that would be dumb. Um, but as things evolve, it's, like, I'll evolve, too. Yeah. And I'm not a good technical person, so it was oh, intimidating the worst. for me. Yeah. I want to talk about your clean comedy. Because yes. I, um, I work clean a lot, mm -hmm. not solely clean, yeah. but I, I'm seeing that a lot of the opportunities I get, the best opportunities are clean opportunities, and some of the things I want to do are clean, yeah. you know, so um, what, is that just who you are, is it your audience, tell me a little bit about that that's, decision. That's just who I am, you know, I'm... I'm a person of faith. Um, I'm the daughter of a preacher. So I'd say if I couldn't say a joke in front of my mama, I'm probably not going to say it in front of you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's just, it's no, and it's not a self-righteous type of thing. It's just who I am. Yeah. I don't, my natural life is not like, hey, mother effer, how are you? You know, so right. it's just like how I talk. So I it's just that. an extension, honestly, of kind of who I am. And what I found is that it's resonated with audiences. What I tell people all the time, a lot of younger comedians who I talk to is like, 
you have to have, a, I would always suggest that people have a clean 10 minutes in their yeah. arsenal yeah. so that you can work anywhere. The, one, the, the great thing about working clean is they always say you work clean, you work more often, right? Yeah. I found All of my best paid gigs have been clean. That's exactly, and the money is so much better. Right. Like, and it, you know, the cool thing about my set is it's, um, I can play any room. So, and, and like, I'm not pigeonholed in any kind of comedy genre for one thing. And secondly, I can kind of take it all over. So I've done ministries, corporations, right. casinos, churches, different things. So I just, I highly encourage people, if you don't work clean, that's fine. But have at least 10 minutes that you can do clean yeah. so that you can get booked someplace. I recently got, uh, now I'm just trying to impress you. Um, no, I recently <laughs> got third place in the... Comedy contest at the San yes, Diego. Yes, we are high five, and you can't see it, but we're high five. Yeah, mm. um, Alvin Irby got first place. Okay. Um, and it was just a joy to meet him and some other people. So I really like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I do like clean comedy, and I'm kind of working on it more. Um, but I tell you this was the most awesome feeling in the world. I did a show one time, and the way the place was lit, I literally couldn't see the crowd, but I can hear them. Yeah. And I remember saying a joke, and this baby starts laughing hysterically. Oh, my God. I stopped and said, I'm like, hold up. There's did I just make a baby laugh? And they're like, you know, yelling at me like, yes, you did. So I was like, during intermission, I was like, somebody bring me the baby. Oh, my God. And she had, her name was Maisie. I think it was, no, I'm sorry, her name was Delaney. And Delaney was all of two. I don't know what I said that set Delaney off, but can I tell you, I was like, my work here is done, people. So also, this is what I love. I started in um, improv, and I was with oh, I a family-friendly improv troupe. Yes. And so that's where I kind of got my, like, understanding clean comedy and being mm -hmm. cool with it. But it was so satisfying when all these little girls would come up to me after and they'd be like, what's your favorite color? What's your, oh. Isn't that great? And think about how we're inspiring them. You know, they're seeing people of, like, they're seeing women. Yes. Women who, like, were diverse, you know, were curvy. Yeah. Were, you know, yes. and we're up on stage and we're killing it. I'll say it. Right? Yeah. Earlier we're like, we're not allowed to say that <laughs> we say, killed it. I'll say you killed and you say I killed I and then exactly. we didn't say we'll it. Yes. For each other. Yeah, right. No, so we're killing it and, and these little girls are watching. Yes. And they might be like, I want to do that. Let me tell you, you said something so significant about being a curvy girl because when I first started doing comedy, you know, there's an element of you, like I started talking so fast because I wanted to get off stage and then there was an element of me like, oh my God, I'm a big girl. What if they think, think it's about me because I'm a big girl? And I'm, now I'm like, I'm okay with me, you know? And you're right. We have to realize there are young girls watching. There are the next generation of young women watching and that's important. You spoke about the girls coming up to you. I did a show one time and it was a boot. So after the, after the show, I'm going to the ladies room. There were a bunch of teenage girls that descended upon me and I got a little scared and they were like, you were funny. I was like, you thought so? They're like, yeah, you were funny. I was like, okay. The cool girls. <laughs> no, like, the they, cool they didn't girls. do that to me in high school, but okay, I'll take I it know. now. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so we're we're cooking with fire right now yeah. because one, the thing about talking fast, it triggered for me this thing of, and maybe I don't know if it's being a woman or what, but it's like, how much space are you allowed to take up? Wow. Yeah. Right. And so I think about that. I think about that at work. I think about that yeah. in meetings or if we're talking like. How much real estate do I get? Yeah. Sometimes I wonder if that talking fast, or we've gotten over it, right? right. But it's like in the beginning, it's like, am I allowed to have this space? And I that think is the answer so good. Is you take that space. It's yours. But I'm going to tell you something. I had this conversation with someone yesterday. It's funny that you bring this up. They were saying to me that, you know, growing up, they were taught that you can't kind of buck the system or just rebel. I also think that that's 
regional. And okay. I'll say this. I'm a New Yorker. You don't, there are not too many things you're going to tell me that I can't do, or there are not too many things I'm not going to speak upon. But then when you get other places, you realize, oh, they don't do that here. So maybe I need to pull back a little bit. But my personality is not to pull back. You're not going to get so the authentic do do? Exactly. acting like... Don't, you don't want to be... How I said, nobody puts a baby in a corner. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do with that? But we realize, like you said, we take up the space. We're here. We're supposed to take up space. Okay, so the other thing I've experienced a couple times, or I, and, I, and I'm trying to be aware, like I'm not just blaming everything yeah. on this, but I feel like every once in a while, and it's probably with somebody who's a very small person would do this, like small-minded. Yeah. They don't like it when they see me being cocky, confident. It bugs them. That's ridiculous. So I said something. I was at another festival, and I worked this into a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, I said something kind of cocky, but I was feeling good. No, no, I was that's like, right. I was a, I was feeling good. I was around some other comedians, and um, I was around all the other comedians. They were treating me like an equal, like, yeah. like I was like, oh, I've made it. Um, and I said something cocky, and this girl, she says to me like, she, she, she immediately got offended by what I said. And then she goes, oh, you're from Phoenix. You're Phoenix funny. She was like, <gasps> honey, I live in LA. It's way tougher there. She did not. And the funny thing See, was. I wanted to reach for my earrings and take them off just now when so you said that. So why didn't I do that? You know, like, now I was in No, a, but that, that takes you up, catches you off guard. Because you, you yes. don't expect someone to be that jerky. Well, you, you know what I said. What would you say? <laughs> Hope you got her good. No, I said to deserve that. I said, I don't fuck comedians. <laughs> and she goes, oh, you're, I should have said, oh, you must fuck a lot of comedians then to give out. No. Uh, uh, that shock value of that should have been hilarious. I should have. But you never think about it. No. Like, I'm not that person. No, but in your defense, like, you don't expect someone to come up to you and say something that ridiculous and, and, and uh, unkind. I mean, give me a break. Yeah, and here's the other thing. Probably 15 minutes earlier, she mm. was telling, like, I met her. She was really nice to me. And she goes, I said, oh, are you a comedian? She goes, yeah, I didn't. But I didn't make it in this festival. But they said I should come up and do the open mics. I said, oh, that's really nice. And I didn't say, like, I'm, I'm in the but festival. But I made the festival. So I you're an L.A.-based comedian, and you couldn't even make the festival. If you're okay. that good to be that okay. much of a bitch. Okay. So okay. what I did do was, you know, I stewed on it for a long time, and it really bothered me. And I thought, I'll take back the night. And I'm tur- I decided to make it, like, my thing. I love that. <laughs> and I was like, I'm be just going to. funny. I love it. <laughs> you can keep I'll that. keep it good. Thank um, you. So I was like, you know, I'm going to make that my brand. Yeah. And and I'll try to like steer everything to that and really take back the You're night. Like, Thank you, lady. You helped me out. When I'm selling merch, I'll think of you now. <laughs> Thank you so much. But you know, it's funny. You know, you you bring up something that I tell people all the time. Stay humble with this. You know, yeah. the thing the thing that really irritates me. Listen, we're in a business where our egos are fragile. Our egos are you know can get huge. This is intoxicating, right? You yes. get on a stage. You you think of some things you think are funny, and then you get on the stage and you're able to say them, and other people think them funny, and you are feeling good about yourself. And when you have shows and they consistently are going well, you're feeling like you're the best thing since sliced bread. You have to harness that though, because you can become a jerk before you know it, and that is nobody likes that. Maybe you know, part of me. This girl was really pretty, really skinny, yeah. and, and and that's a problem. She probably thought she was too, you know, good for anything. Yeah, like oh, you're that cocky, and you, but but also I think maybe that's sometimes the universe kind of pulling you back a little bit and be like, yeah. calm down, you're fine. Yeah. But then sometimes I'm like, why can't I be annoying and loud? All these guys are, you know, all but these you other... you know what, because that's not who you are. I know. It's not who you are. Tara, you... you're really, you're just giving me life right now. I, I just... It. I love it. But I needed this. Thing. 
You be who you are. That Uno game is getting we're lit. Getting in on that Uno game. <laughs> you be who you are because this has gotten you where you are right now. Yeah, it's Let true. her do that. I one time saw. I was at a, another festival in Nevada once, and there was a comedian, and she was so arrogant. And I didn't even want to meet her. Like she, she kept walking by and kind of sashaying, and I didn't, I didn't like her. I, I thought she was really rude and arrogant. Like everyone else was kind of connected, talking to her. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, you're funny, but you're not nice, and I don't want to know you. I'm sorry. So um, good luck you know, with that. My friends who run the Big Pine Comedy Festival, yeah. um, Hillary will say all the time, like, just be cool. Like, exactly. Ask. You know, if you didn't get into the festival this year, ask what you can do to help out. Yeah. Ask, uh, you know, how can you help or or just be nice. Like, that's who people want to work yourself. with. A lot of people, again, when they have these egos, they don't know how to humble themselves. I figure know? as a newer comic, I can control. There's certain things I can control, right? right. I can be kind. I can be courteous. And professional. I can, I can be professional. I can promote. Yeah. I can memorize my jokes. I can be prepared. I can't control if they're going to laugh. But I can control, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, focus on what you can control. And it, that's almost like faking it till you make it, you know? Let, let me tell you what happened to me the past couple of days. And this, my mind is still blown at this, but it just speaks to a lot of different things. So third, now, my days here at the festival, I had a show Wednesday. I have another one tonight. So I, we, me and another comedian rode up on Wednesday to, from Charlotte and came back. So I knew I was coming back Friday for my show. So I get a text on Thursday from uh, someone who a comedian friend um, recommended they text me. This guy needs a show. He needs comedians for a show the next night, an hour from Raleigh. I knew I was going to be in Raleigh. I actually messaged two comedians I didn't even know, asked them if they could be on the show. So we all was did the show. Again? Yes. Okay. We did the show. I had not met these guys from Mechanic Paint. We met each other for the first time yesterday, all rode up to Sanford, did the show, came back. It, the show went well. The producer felt good about it. My friend who recommended me felt good. That's type of stuff. The comedians, um, they got paid. They felt good. This is the type of stuff where you, you're professional and you handle business because this will lead to another booking down the road for me and them. And so that's why you have to be professional, be kind, be courteous, be humble, because all of that stuff matters in a way that people don't really... You, it's not just about being funny. Yeah. You have to be professional. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. That's a great message for anybody yes. who's just trying to make it. Um, Tara, what do you want from comedy in the next one to three years? What Vision Ooh, board it. That's a great, great question. Wow, that's really good. You know, it's funny. When I first started doing comedy, I wanted to be more behind the scenes. Oh. I wanted to do more writing. But I, if I'm being honest with you, it, that had to do more with my self-confidence. That had to do more with, like, am I pretty enough to be on stage? What will people think about me? Because I'm a larger girl doing comedy. But now that I've been on stages and I make people laugh, I want more. <laughs> so more stages. I want more stages. I want, you know, um, I have a, another friend and we laugh. We're like, today it's a pizza bar. Next week it's Madison Square Garden. <laughs> you know. It could be. Yeah, it's easy so as that, I, right? You know, it's funny. Um, there's a, a scripture that says that, you know, God can dream a bigger dream for ourselves than we, we God dreams has things, has bigger plans for us than we have for ourselves. Uh -huh. So I'm just now, I was putting myself in a box. I'm not doing that anymore. Nice. So I'm open for whatever happens. I'm open for the opportunities that come. I just want to, you know, I tell people and as hokey as this sounds, the reason I got into comedy is life is tough. We all are going through stuff, right? But when you walk in a building and I'm doing comedy and I made you forget about something you were going through, I did my job. So that makes me feel good. I did a show one time, and a woman came up to me and was like, I, w 
I had the worst day ever, and I wasn't even going to come to the show, and something told me to come, and I'm so glad I did. That Listen, I like being paid for shows, don't get me wrong, but stuff like that. That's your payment, that's yeah. That's a good payment to have, so more of that, please. When I, um, that's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing, and I think it's just what I needed Mary to hear, too. we're hugging after we stopped. Oh, we're yeah, hugging. We're, we're hugging. Um, okay. Mine like that, um, when I used to do improv, yeah. um, and since it was family-friendly, oh, I was going to, oh, I meant to talk about that, but. People would bring, like, almost like grandma's last hurrah, you know, like the whole family was together. Or even, like, the whole family's in town because maybe grandma passed away and they were like, we just needed a laugh. To be that for somebody and a whole family is really special. Do you know, I recently was talking to a comedian and, you know, he has, he works with a funeral home. Because there are people who want a night of just laughter. Isn't yeah. that amazing, though? Yeah. Because if anybody needs to laugh, right, it's when you're going through that tough time. Yeah, we used to get that at our improv place, like, the, like on a Friday. Yeah. Like, we have a family coming in because everyone's in town, and yeah. they get stir-crazy sitting together. Right. And it's like, so we need to go out. You can eat. <laughs> for casserole. Exactly. Like, they call funeral potatoes or something. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, like... And if you think about it, like, that's a great service that we do. It really is. We're amazing. Yeah. Oh, I, I, one thing I was going to add about your clean brunch, from a marketing perspective, how smart is that? Like, the I people who buy tickets are the people, you know, with, and being able to bring your kids, like, yeah. those people are going to, like, spend more and enjoy it more. And I appeal to the fact that you do not need a babysitter. This is a safe environment. What I say about my brunch, um, the comedy... There's no proof because different people have different levels of what clean is. For me, clean is no profanity, no vulgarity, no innuendo. Yeah. So I'm telling parents, this is a safe place for your kids. You don't have to worry. Yeah. And I always tell people when they say, well, what's clean? I'm like, if you can't say it to your mama or your pastor, don't say it at my show. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, it's a fine line, but also it's smart, right? Yeah. If you're if you can really write and you're you're funny, like mm-hmm. you have to rely on 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 the f word or the. T- Jokes funny that, is funny. Right. And I think the funniest, the best clean comedians are the ones who you don't realize are clean. Like when you do a set oh, yeah. and then someone says, because I did a set recently in New York and the guy said, and I said, you know, I only work clean. He goes, that set was clean? And I was like, and that actually made me feel good. That's a good I was compliment. Like, okay, that's a great compliment. Um, so I see they have Pepsi now. We got Coke. Now they got <laughs> Pepsi. <laughs> are you a Coke or a Pepsi? I'm Pepsi. Are you Coke? I'm a Coke person. I'm a Pepsi person, but if there's Coke and there's no Pepsi, I'm Look here for it. Look at the guy's arms. What happened? He's just got some big arms. Okay. Like a, uh, okay. <laughs> <She's>, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> I digress. I like Coke, Pepsi, muscles, whatever. <laughs> just kidding. Um, They're all at the cookout today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited by this. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. It was so you, wonderful meeting you. Me. So great meeting you. Thank you for letting me be a part of this. And, and I'm sorry I didn't get you any wings, but... Uh, it's okay. I probably didn't need them. It's all good. <laughs> but thank you for letting me be a part of this. Continued success to you. I hope your festival experience is everything and more that you want it to be. And we're going to stay connected. And right back let's at just you. Keep in touch. Where can people follow you on social media? Thank you. I'm at Tara Brown Comedy. T A R A, Brown like the color, comedy. Love oh, it. Thank you. All right, you guys, we'll see you in a little bit with another Oak City Comedy Festival Barbecue Edition of Wings with Friends. Bye. Woo!